What's poppin' internet? Welcome to another episode of the Synced Up Podcast Show. We talk about news, games, and sandwich a little fun in between. I'm one of your host, Timothy Duro, and joining me this week is your boy, Mike O'Claire. How you doing, Mike, on this fine Monday, not Sunday? Monday. Because this is our third attempt at this episode. If you were around last mm-hmm. week, you know all the stuff that happened where all the audio was fucked and we had to re-record and it didn't go up until Tuesday. Well, this one's still going to make it up on Monday. It'll it'll be there. Barely. Um, it's going to be late, a lot later than usual because we ran into the same issues and so when we ran into the same issues we decided we would cut and then record just an extra 15 minutes of us talking about stuff yeah and emotional stuff too and that also fucked up uh but we have the new processor in we have done rigorous testing last night before the processor research so before the processor came in we did a bunch of testing last night couldn't figure out what it was we've done a bunch of testing since we got the processor in and it hasn't messed up once so we think that might have been it, but mm-hmm. I just want to know. I, yeah, knock on wood. Yep. I just want everyone to know I'm not convinced. I don't think Mike's convinced at all. So until this goes 100% smooth, I'm not convinced. But we think it might be. We've added our CPU usage onto the thing so we can see it. Live A lot of stuff stats. there. So we're going to, we're hopefully, that's good. Mm-hmm. But enough of that. Today we're going to talk about Switch sales. They, they went dummy. Go dummy. A couple of news items from EA, some nice ones in there. Embracer Group continues to get bigger, um, but not quite as big as a certain tall vampire lady. And also, in the back end of the show, we're going to talk about the future of the Synced Up podcast, the future of new content that we got going on, um, what it's been like recording the podcast for uh, for a whole year. We're going to go into that after after everything. So stay mm-hmm. tuned to the end um, if, you, if you care about that. But before we do, a little bit of housekeeping for you. Join our community discord we have a bunch of uh, fun interactions with fans in our community discord they've been trying to help us really yeah it's really just troubleshooting technical yeah. issues right now they've been trying to help us through this this whole problem with our audio um they play league they're gonna play winter what is it called again project winter Pro- project winter at, mm-hmm. at the end of the day today um I, that's looks like they're gonna be playing that today that's nice um i know they get in there and play among us and apex and stuff sometimes and we just have good conversations i mean t- we talked about the super bowl last night we, yeah, we talked about talk, music uh, a about couple music. days ago yep it's been nice so join our community discord the link is in the show notes or the youtube description mm-hmm. i'm speaking of the youtube description if you're in the audio version of the podcast you can hop on over to youtube.com slash synced up podcast um, and follow us over there if you want the video version of the pod or if you just want to listen to the audio version of the pod i would still ask you to go over there and drop us a sub we would mm-hmm. very much appreciate that and if you're in the video version of the podcast but you don't have YouTube Red or YouTube Premium um, and you don't, you don't want to have your phone out all the time or you don't want to keep it up on the screen, you just want to listen passively, you can find us on your favorite podcasting service by searching Synced Up Podcast and looking for the blue and white logo. New episodes go up in both of those fa- feeds, Mondays, 7 a.m. Central Time Zone. Gang. Dang, thank you. You can also write into the show at SyncedUpPod at gmail.com with any questions, comments, concerns, or games you would like us to read on the show or with any criticism at all that you would just like us to take into account and not read on the show. That is fine as well. We've had someone promo a book. We've had someone make games for us. We've had a lot of things mm-hmm. in there, and that's been pretty nice. You can also follow us on Twitter at SyncedUpPod to keep up to date with all of our content into the future, whether it's in impressions, uh, videos that we like to do, any any uh, spoiler casts that we, we might do in the future, mm-hmm. or, or just general news. Um, you can follow us over there, and that would uh, we would very much appreciate that. But let's get right into the show now. We're going to talk about switch sales. Get ready for this uh, convoluted mess of numbers. A lot of numbers. Take notes. You're going to have to stay focused here. Nintendo Switch console sales have passed 3DS. Animal Crossing New Horizons has sold 31 million copies. Animal Crossing is catching up to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe's 33.41 million units sold by Adam Bankers at IGN. Now keep in mind, 
for the first couple of numbers, I'm going to say million, but assume after that, the numbers I say are million. I just don't want to say million a million times, okay? Nintendo has announced that as of December 31st, 2020, the Nintendo Switch has officially passed the 3DS with 79.87 million console units sold. Furthermore, Animal Crossing New Horizons has reached 31.18 million copies sold. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is the third best-selling Switch game with 22.85 units sold, followed by The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild's 21.45 units, Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield's 20.35 units, and Super Mario Odyssey's 20.23 units. Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield have also become the first Pokemon games to sell over 20 million units since Pokemon Gold and Silver. During the nine months ending in December 31st, 2020, titles released in the fiscal year beginning on April 1st, 2020 saw a ton of success. Super Mario 3D All-Star sold 8.32 units, Paper Mario the Origami King sold 3.05, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity sold 2.84, Pikmin 3 Deluxe sold 1.94, and Mario Kart Live Home Circuit sold 1.08 million units. Mm-hmm. Games released in previous fiscal years also continue to sell well in these nine months, led by Animal Crossing New Horizons 19.41 million units, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe's, uh, Deluxe sold 8.64, Ring Fit Adventure sold 5.95, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sold 4.04, and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate sold 4.01. Uh, Nintendo Switch titles, or 29 Nintendo Switch titles sold over 1 million copies, including 9 games from other software publishers. Nintendo Switch hardware sales reached 24.10 million units in this time period, which is a 35.8% increase year on year, and software sales reached 176.10 million units, which is a 43% increase year on year. It is also interesting to note that the Nintendo Switch Lite has sold 13.53 million units in its lifetime, meaning it is close to passing the Wii U's 13.56. Digital sales also accounted for 40.9% of all software sales, which is a 12.3% increase year on year. Digital sales also saw an increase of 104.9% when compared to 2019. Um, And obviously that could be, uh, or well, not could be. I think it's 100% due to the COVID-19. Extremely. A lot of these numbers are affected by COVID stuff. So we talked about it yesterday. Um, went into this in detail uh, about a lot of this stuff here. Some of the mm-hmm. shocking, more the sh- more shocking some, some of the things that stood out to us. So the fact that Animal Crossing New Horizons has sold 31.18 million copies in just the nine months that it's been out, mm-hmm. that's really good. At this rate, do you think it will take over Mario Kart yes. 8? Okay. I was going to say. Because I feel like, I don't know. Just, I mean, the difference is not that high. Two million units. It's not. Uh, two million units is the only difference but there. But is it almost too late to get on the wave? No, I know? don't think it is. Um, they still got updates coming out. Um, because that's true. You got the the festival coming up um, mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff. So I, I think they'll pass it. I really do. Plus, it's insane. That's yeah, so many units. Animal Crossing, just the type of game it is. I don't think it's ever like too late to get in. You know. Yeah. Um, I guess the same with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, but that's been out a lot longer. So you imagine the sales for that are petering off. Mm-hmm. Now Mario Kart 8 Deluxe does have the benefit of being tacked in with yeah, Nintendo Switch. In with- so we'll have to see there. Um, that's an interesting. I don't know how they take that into account. Um, some of the other numbers here, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield being the first Pokemon game to sell 20 million units uh, since Pokemon Gold and Silver. That was a little shocking yeah, to me. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I don't know if it's because people... Like, what were the 3DS numbers for units? No idea. No uh, idea. If I knew that. I wonder if the Switch has passed mm-hmm. the 3DS overall. In sales? Um, yeah. No. 3DS is the best-selling console of all time. Is it? Yeah. Followed by the Game Boy Advance, followed by the PlayStation 2. No. I, mm, <coughs> okay. Yep. 100%. No, I think PS2 is number one. Nope, it's not. Continue. I'll look um, the, um, the other big notable thing um, was digital sales increasing obviously due to COVID-19 but we're starting to see more and more uh, going into the digital age there Um, so that is that obviously that's let me correct you real quick PS2 is number one huh PS2 is number one what yeah by one million are you kidding me yep and then the DS family total is 154 million oh it's right on the news so here's why because 
Um, it includes mm. the whole DS family, so I'm wondering like 3DS alone, right? Yeah, I don't know. The pro that's the problem because I was probably definitely past 3DS alone because there's was a 2DS, yeah. 2DS so, XL, so if 3DS you got like XL. Sun and Moon, you're not really there's not 80 million um, units of hardware to sell on. I mean, there's pretty close because like Sun and Moon would have been compatible on so much more. Yeah. Like it would have just not been compatible on the DS and the DSi, and I don't know those specific sales for that thing. Um, yeah, I have no clue. I think the other notable thing here, uh, moving on, uh, yeah. was the fact that uh, the Nintendo Switch Lite is about to outsell the Wii U, which is crazy. And I, <laughs> yeah. that's definitely attributed to there being a lack of um, regular switches mm -hmm. when the uh, COVID stuff started happening. So people would just buy whatever that was available, yeah. and that happened to be Switch Lights. Um, even though a lot of also, people probably would have preferred the full yeah. experience, they, also, they settled for that one. Yeah, they're also at a cheaper price point, which is which is nice. Uh, you know, a lot of people getting into the Switch and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, happy birthday. A lot of people getting into the Switch and stuff. Um, they they like that lower price point. Yeah. A lot of people I know that are buying Switches are like family mans. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of people like that. And um, it's, it, it's, it's like the DS where you can kind of get one for each child, too. Mm -hmm. So it's so easy to hit those quicker numbers, right? Yeah. You're not going to buy three Wii U's, but you'll... You could, I could see a dad buying Double, three Switch yeah, Lights. I've considered buying a Switch Lite myself. I mean, yeah. Kylie herself owns two Switches. Yep. Switch Lite and an Animal Crossing Switch. Um, so this is nice. And also, I think this get, lends credence to the fact that Nintendo just needs to port everything to the Switch, and you could guarantee that it's going to Yeah, for sure. I, the, the unit numbers they're hitting on games like Pikmin 3, mm -hmm. um, outselling every other Pikmin game, yeah. simply because it's on the Switch. Yeah. No other reason, really. Like, uh, it's, cra it's crazy. They, it, yeah, it is they, pretty crazy. They need to these, port everything. These numbers dude. are insane, and Nintendo continues to dominate into the future. It was a big talking point between us and Chance on whether the Nintendo Switch which will pass the PlayStation 2. I think that remains to be seen. Um, we are at 80, to, 80 million to 155 million mm -hmm. uh, units. That's that's a decent amount of, of spread there. That's it's, 70 million units. Yeah. So we almost need to double, but their projections going into the next year sends them to like 115. Did we see... Hold on. What was hardware year over year? Um, I don't know, but... Let me see. I will say that... 35.8% uh, increase. If they keep up the same thing, because they sold 24.1 million units. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They can get there, because you know we got a few yeah. years left of the Nintendo Switch lifecycle, and depending yeah. on if they do the Switch Pro thing, you could probably add some years to that, in my mm -hmm. opinion, before we see a new Nintendo console. Would, yeah, I guess you consider the Switch Pro in the same... Yeah, because so. the PS4 Pro and all that stuff, like those all count for that. I so. think it could ease, I easily... Could, I don't know about easily. It just it really could depends. It, it could. could. It, is yeah. a, it is possible. I don't know if it's a guarantee. I don't um, know, man. Enough of looking at the past, though. We're going to move on to the next news story here. Looking towards the future, mm -hmm. a few EA, three EA news stories we're going to run through here. The first one being Mass Effect Legendary Edition, uh, May release date being announced. PS5 and Xbox Series versions aren't available, but you can play via backwards compatibility. This is from Jonathan Dornbush at IGN. For those looking to re-experience the Acclaim trilogy or jump in for the first time, EA and Bioware have announced that the Mass Effect Legendary Edition collection will be available worldwide on May 14th for PC via Origin and Steam, PS4, and and Xbox One. While there won't be specific next-gen versions available, the Legendary Edition will be available to play on PS5 and Xbox Series X and S via backward compatibility. EA has confirmed that the Legendary Edition includes the single-player content for Mass Effect, Mass Effect 2, and Mass Effect 3, along with more than 40 pieces of downloadable content, including story expansions, weapons, and armor packs, and all the content will be play playable in 4K Ultra HD with HDR, according to EA. <clears throat> oh, man. 
That breath hurt me. The entire collection includes remastered character models and tens of thousands of up-res textures, improvements to shaders and VFX, updated lighting and improved dynamic shadows, volumetrics, and depth of field, according to the announcement, with pre-rendered cinematics also being enhanced. Specifically for the original Mass Effect, EA announced it will have, quote, comprehensive world-building enhancements with added detail and depth to locations like Eden Prime, Eos, and Pharos, alongside improved interfaces and UI, plus a ton of quality of life additions. EA has also confirmed that the original Mass Effect's combat and exploration has been modernized with better aiming, squad controls and behavior, Mako handling, and cameras. Character creator options will also work across all three games, and those creation options include improved and expanded selection of hair, makeup, and skin tone options, with Female Shepard from Mass Effect 3 becoming the default Female Shepard option for all three games. So, that broke this week. Finally got the, uh, the release date for the Mass Effect yeah. Legendary Edition. I, I know you wish it was a little sooner. Yes, I that. do, because I, you know, May is when the games start hitting, and yeah. it's hard to go back to old stuff, even though I never played the original trilogy. Mm -hmm. You're asking me to play three massive games. You're talking close to 150 hours of, of time in that, yep. um, and I would Almost like more space. Almost unreasonable for you. Yeah. yeah, I would like I, I more I agree. Space. It would have been nice if it was a little more sooner than that, but I, I don't think they could hit those dates, even if they tried, mm -hmm. um, and I don't think they need it's to looking, push it back either. It, 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 I it's think looking it's just, nice. That's where it needed to be. Yep. Some other things, um, no multiplayer for no Mass Effect 3. A lot of people love it, but mm -hmm. it was just too much of a challenge to try and get it to um, be compatible with... Because the Mass Effect 3 multiplayer, you can still play. Yep. Um, it's still up. And they didn't know how to make it cross-gen and, and stuff like that. They didn't, It would have took a lot took of too effort. Too much development time. And it, yeah. And it would, the Detract. same amount of time it would have done that um, is how much time it took them to up-res... ME1. ME1, yeah. So it's like uh, you got to prioritize yeah. the single player and stuff. We've and been I think seeing, people would definitely want that instead. Yeah. We've been seeing some nice screenshots out there, some nice videos. We actually have the the trailer here that they released just the other day for Mass Effect Legendary Edition. We're going to show you um, just because it's hype as hell. Mm -hmm. and, and go ahead and take a look if you have time um, on your own. Go look at some of the screenshots because mm -hmm. um, it's, it's kind of crazy how uprest it has been. Yep. Um, we need to take a look at like 3D All-Stars compared to this. Yep. Um, there's a different level of... What's the word? Uh, polish? Polish, I guess. I don't know. Maybe just Dedication? Like dedication. Mm -hmm. Like actually wanting to make new games What's instead happening? of just porting it. Oh, there we go. So. Okay. Loading. Hit that play button. Boom. There we go. Okay. That's fine. Is that desktop audio not muted? No. CPUs. Cool, cool. CPUs going up. We're chilling. Well, that CPU is just for OBS, not for the entire computer. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited for this. I'm glad they can hear it now. I love those space visuals. Mm -hmm. The like purples See, and blues. I was talking about the music and just the entirety of this trailer gets me like so hyped and mm -hmm. like I get that same nostalgic emotion I get when I see super cool announcements, like when Kratos got announced or when the Smash Ball got announced, yeah. just from this trailer simply because of the music. And I'd never played the original series, so mm -hmm. that's cool. Come, this music just gets me going. You're a big spaceman. I am. I like I'm the sure like this. Plus, I just like oh, I like music like cool. this. You could uh, put this song on any trailer, and I'd I'd be truly going. For real. Loki having those headphones there is a, is a speaker. Yeah, we get to hear a little bit. It's kind of working for us. I'm so excited. Me too. I, I actually can't wait to play these games again. They did talk about dun, dun, dun. potentially bringing it to Switch. Speaking on the Legendary Collection, it could come to the Switch when we see something about Nintendo having 
stronger hardware because mm-hmm. um, they said they'd like to do that. They just had no intentions to do it right now Yeah, with the current hardware, which I think is smart. Oh, looks so good. I yep. Thank you for Super the exciting. Recording. Looks really nice. Also, check out the Game Informer covers that they're yep. doing for this. The it, Game Informer really cool. coverage is nice. Uh, love to support those guys over there. I know they're, they're hurting um, with the way the magazine and stuff is going. So if you have any, any time, you should go over there and consume some of that Game Informer content. I know their podcast is really mm-hmm. good. Um, but enough of Mass Effect. Uh, we got another EA uh, uh, news item here. EA Sports is making a new college football video game. EA Sports College bless. Football won't have real players. This is by ONS Good at Polygon. EA Sports beloved college football video game is coming back. Electronic Arts on Tuesday announced that development is underway on a new franchise titled EA Sports College Football. While the publisher did not offer a release window and said in a news release that it was announcing, quote, the expected return of its college series, the company did say the game will have more than 100 institutions featuring the logos, stadiums, uniforms, game day traditions, and more that fans have come to know and love. Importantly, though, it will not feature any real names, images, or likenesses of current college football players. The unauthorized use of players' likenesses is what led to the cancellation in 2013 of EA's original NCAA football series when EA Sports, the CLC, and the NCAA settled the class action claim brought by former players for $60 million. So that's exciting for a lot of those, those yeah. guys out there. I know Chance was stoked about this. You were pretty stoked about this. So did you know about the whole situation before this news was announced? Like, mm-hmm. did you understand what? Yeah, why yeah. NCAA, okay. I feel like a lot of people didn't know and now have learned. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's cool because this is a really interesting piece in like video game history mm-hmm. to me where, you you know, it's just such an interesting situation. How do you... Um, you know, pay these people you're you're using their likeness mm-hmm. when they don't even get paid by the university. Right? Yeah, so, that's the whole thing. And the reason, yeah, there's a thing here. They haven't announced the release date or anything, mm-hmm. and it's because they're waiting for the Supreme Court case to be finalized. Yeah, to, to figure to out, figure what, out to what they could actually do. Because in the previous games, um, you could make rosters and basically just design that that exact team. If you wanted to make the 2020 um, Oklahoma Sooners, you could do that, mm-hmm. upload it online, someone could download it and play with your team. Um, so you know, we're curious to see if features like that will still be in. Um, but regardless, it's exciting. People have been asking for this for a long time. Last mm-hmm. one was put out in 2013, so it's been eight years that people have been asking for this. So it's it's really cool that we're we've heard anything about it. You know, we mm-hmm. we weren't sure if this was just going to be a, a, a series that was just lost to time forever. Yeah, and it seems like it's not. So it seems cool. like it's not. That is good to know. Um, I know these semi sports games are really not my t- cup of tea. I prefer the more arcadey versions. But uh, this is hey, exciting. Man, for do those you know people. about mascot mode? No, I don't know about mascot mode. Instead of playing with players, you just play with the mascot. <laughs> so instead of if you wanted to play as the Florida Gators, right, your team is just 13 people in the Gator, Gator mascot. <laughs> yeah. So that my, might be more your speed. That might be more my speed for sure. Um, but more my speed specifically, this new EA Battlefield will take full advantage of next-gen consoles. Mm-hmm. EA shares more about Battlefield from Matt Kim at IGN. EA has spoken at length that a new Battlefield game will be released in 2021 with the reveal planned for spring. Today, during EA's latest financial call, the company reaffirmed this timeline and said the next Battlefield game will take full advantage of next-gen platforms. During the latest EA investor call, EA CEO Andrew Wilson confirmed the next Battlefield game will be released on holiday this year and a reveal is planned for the spring. During the Q&A portion, Wilson shared more details on the next Battlefield short of a reveal. When asked about the next Battlefield game, Wilson says it will utilize the full power of next-gen platforms to ensure this is exactly the game that Battlefield fans want to play. Wilson also says that the next Battlefield will be a return to full-out military warfare and will support more players than ever before. The hope is for the next Battlefield game to pave the way for the series into the future. A lot is riding on the next Battlefield game. Battlefield 5 was the last game in the series that EA released, and that was back in 2018. Reception to Battlefield 5 failed to meet expectations, and regular content updates for Battlefield 5 ended in 2020. 
Mm. So this is super exciting news for a couple of reasons. Um, one, I'm a big, huge Battlefield fan, so I'm always looking forward to the next Battlefield. Battlefield uh, 4 was the Battlefield that got me on the Battlefield train, yep. and since then I have played 4, 1, Hardline, and 5. I have enjo enjoyed all of them, 5 more on the lesser end. I tend to agree um, specifically on Battlefield 5 with the rest mm -hmm. of the gaming community. It was a little bit lackluster, but I will say the uh, War Stories vignette mode, the campaign specifically, was quite amazing but the multiplayer mm -hmm. itself was just a little i mean for games like this I, I think it doesn't even matter how good the single player is if your multiplayer doesn't live up to expectations mm -hmm. it, the whole game's gonna there, fall yeah short. There's, there's only a few exceptions to that rule um but for the most part that is correct uh, a lot of people don't really they give a damn but the multiplayer is what because this thing at the end of the day the single player could be terrible and mm -hmm. the multiplayer could be good and that's enough to make the game yeah 100 um so it's nice that we know they're going to reveal it in spring so we'll actually get to see something mm -hmm. the only thing we've seen of the battlefield um the next battlefield is like the weird wire framey no textures type art we've yeah. seen back during the ea thing it wasn't during e3 but it was during their summer event mm -hmm. and they showed dragon age 4 and they showed some other things the skate game um and they showed a little bit of battlefield but no news just some some quick cuts yep. and so now we know we're, we're officially going to be getting some news and it's slated to come out during the holiday and that's really exciting to me mm -hmm. um but uh, we're going to stay in the spring, the spring area, because there was a response by the Resident Evil developers about this vampire Some lady. big news. Very um, big news. Yes, this is huge news. Jordan, if you could bring up the tweet uh, for us. Uh, if you have been on the internet at all in the past couple of weeks, you mm -hmm. will know that a certain vampire lady, tall vampire lady from the Resident really, Evil series. Really big, um, big woman that's in Resident Evil Village has been talked about extensively. Captured everybody's attention. And everyone is mm -hmm. talking about how much they love her and how tall she is. And so Resident mm -hmm. Evil, um, with a little bit of a cheeky response, decided to have a little bit of fun and, and respond here. So I'm going to read it because I think this is funny. Hi, everyone. I'm Tominori Takano, art director on Resident Evil Village. I wanted to use this opportunity to publicly reflect on the outpouring of positivity we've received from the fans on our latest announcement. As a representative of the development team, thank you to all the fans who continue to follow us. Most recently, Lady Dimitrescu and her daughters have received a fair amount of attention, Just far more than we anticipated. It's great that they've been able to take the spotlight as icons of Resident Evil Village. Lady Dimitrescu especially has received much fanfare both domestically and overseas, which has made all of us on the development team extremely happy. I hear her height is something of interest. If you include her hat and high heels, she's 2.9 meters, approximately 9 foot 6 inches tall. These bewitching vampire characters are relentless in their pursuit of Ethan Winters. Can't wait for you to meet them yourselves when you enter Castle Dimitrescu. So this is funny. Exciting. Biggest yeah. news of the week, honestly. <laughs> Biggest news of the week. Um, I, I remember seeing this tweet on my timeline, and I was ready for it to be uh, either delay news or some exciting thing that's going to be happening. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was shocked nonetheless. Yep. Everyone being really horny on, on their timelines. On main. On main. On main. About uh, Lady Dimitrescu and her daughters, uh, yep. me included. Um, but this has just been a fun thing for everyone on the internet to rally I think around. It, I think it has. It, you know, it's it, it, it reminds me of the um, the Bowsette mm -hmm. time period. Oh, yeah. Bowsette. But this is like on a more <laughs> constructed professional level. Yeah, that's true. Of like supported by the devs. Mm -hmm. You know, that it's it's cool. You it know? is cool. I agree. Um, but that's we just thought we'd include that for a little bit of a cheekiness. Mm -hmm. But let's move on to some more news here. A little bit of uh, uh, corporate overlords. Monopoly Man makes uh, a second appearance. Yep. Gearbox merges with Embracer Group. Embracer Group, the holding company of THQ Nordic, Coke Media, and Saber Interactive, acquires its largest subsidiary yet in Gearbox. This is by Rory Young at Gamerant. Borderlands 3 has proven to be quite the success for Gearbox software since its release in 2019. As for Gearbox's publishing efforts, that's less clear. Regardless, few would have been pr predicted that Gearbox would end up joining another company. 
company, yet that's exactly what has been announced. Officially confirmed on Tuesday evening, the Gearbox Entertainment Company is joining Embracer Group with the acquisition valued at $1.3 billion. In a prepared statement, Gearbox boss Randy Pitchford describes the acquisition as a propellant for the exciting future we have planned. He lauds the vision of Embracer Group founder and CEO Lars Wingfors as the most brilliant strategy for short, medium, and long-term success in this industry that I have ever encountered in my 30 years in this industry. The fact he says in this industry twice just <laughs> it messes me up every time I read it. Pitchford cites Embracer's decentralized structure and the diversity of its subsidiaries as examples of Wingfors' strategy. Um, so we don't actually have a ton to say on this. We just thought we'd include it because THQ Nordic and Embracer Group continues to grow and consume companies and just expand, expand, expand mm -hmm. as they've been doing for the past two years, three years, and just buying up everyone. We don't know what this means for Gearbox. We don't know what this means for Embracer. Um, there isn't really much else out there right now. Um, yeah. It's just an interesting interesting to know that this is happening mm -hmm. um, and they're starting to buy bigger and bigger companies. I know we've seen some things about them possibly buying EA was like a thing that was done yeah. like 2K Interactive and stuff. Yep. We'll have to see if they do anything like that. It's all weird, but, man. Like, I don't know. I don't know if this hurts the industry or if it helps it at all either. Yeah. It's uh, it's something that we'll have to tackle in a couple mm -hmm. years when we see how these companies are doing. If they've lost some of their creative touch because they're now involved with Embrace Group, mm -hmm. or maybe, you know, they will have more resources than they did before. Yeah. You know, it's hard to know exactly where they're going to go with this. So I'm a little reluctant to get excited or, Me too. or to uh, jump on the hate train for it either. Me too. Um, so it's just a wait. It's just a know. wait. We'll wait and see what uh, the fruits of these labors end up being. And whether they are good or rotten, who knows? But moving on, we wouldn't have a podcast episode without Absolutely talking about not. video game IP being turned into movie or film. So let's talk about this new Sonic the Hedgehog animated series coming to Netflix. Sega's mascot will return to 3D animation in 2022 from Michael McWhorter at Polygon. Netflix announced the title of its new Sonic the Hedgehog animated series, Sonic Prime. The 24-episode series is aimed at kids, families, and longtime fans, Netflix said in a news release. The fate of a strange new multiverse rests in Sonic's gloves hand. Sonic's gloved hands, Netflix said. Sonic Sonic's Adventures is about more than a race to save the universe. It's a journey of self-discovery and redemption. Wild Brain, one of the production companies, is resp responsible for the Carmen Sandiego series on Netflix and the Snoopy show for Apple TV+. Plus, Plus Man of Action, another production company that is on the show, is also known for its work on Ben 10, Marvel's Avengers Assemble, and Mega Man Fully Charged. What do you think about this? Just give me one show, man. <laughs> Just, Just let you watch one. Just a single thing. Yeah. Um... But also, this also comes off the news of the Sonic voice cast almost being Getting completely axed. changed. Yeah, mm -hmm. everybody's pretty much left the team except Mega Man. Or not Mega Man, Eggman. Eggman. Um, he's really the only one that's staying on the team. Don't know if it is because they signed contracts 10 years ago and they're all coming up on mm -hmm. something. Or if it's just a splitting up between these voice actors and um, Sega. So, yep. who, who knows? Who knows? Um, but interesting nonetheless. Please, please just give me one show. Yep, I agree. Moving on, a little bit of negative news, a couple of negative items here. Google Stadia shuts down internal studios, changing business focus. This is from Steven Totillo at Kotaku. Google Stadia in late 2019 or the late 2019 streaming platform that promised to revolutionize gaming by letting users stream games without needing to own a powerful PC or console mm -hmm. is altering course, getting out of the game-making business and will now offer its platform directly to game publishers alongside offering Stadia Pro to the public. The company is announcing the news today, though Kotaku began to hear rumblings from sources close to Stadia last week that Google's service was heading for a major change. Oh, burp. I got a burp. All right, Let there it, it is. Out. 
There you go. One games industry source told Kotaku that Google was canceling multiple projects, basically any game slated for release beyond a specific 2021 window, though they believe games close to the reveal release would still come out. Today brings some clarification, though. Google will close its two game studios located in Montreal and Los Angeles. Neither had released any games yet. That closure will impact around 150 developers, one source familiar with Stadia Operations, Stadia Operations said. The company says it will try to find those developers new roles at Google. Jade Raymond, the veteran producer who helped build Assassin's Creed for Ubisoft and moved on to EA several years ago before leaving to run game creation at Stadia is exiting the company according to Google. So this sucks. Really sucks. Really um, sucks. The the martyrs of this story are the game developers mm-hmm. who didn't even get them. one shot at making a game. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows? Maybe if they had released a fantastic game it could have saved Stadia but we'll never know right. now. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the X doubt but it is I, I don't it's know. difficult it to say. It might have been able to help. It's difficult to say. It's it just sucks. I it feel bad sucks. for those developers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a it's a classic story of Google picking up and dropping another mm-hmm. another thing they like to do for the future. They they've done this classically a, a bajillion yeah. times. They pick up a new thing, you know, with the Google Google glasses mm-hmm. and all that shit, and they pick it up and they're like, "This is really cool. We're going to revolutionize technology," and it doesn't mm-hmm. kick off the way they want it to. And they decide, you know what, fuck it, we're just going to drop it. I wish it. Stadia had a better marketing Team. plan. And team, because you know, you look at the commercials for Stadia, it doesn't really help you understand the product. Mm-hmm. It didn't really help you feel like you need it. Mm-hmm. What they should have done is when the cyberpunk fiascos were going on, something like that, you capitalize that on that. Because yeah. anybody who's playing cyberpunk on Stadia was having a fine time. Yeah. You know, you didn't need a great PC. Y- yeah, you was, didn't have the problems that you had on console. Great. They should have It was probably that. the yeah. best place to play hey, cyberpunk. Yeah. And you don't, you didn't hear him say anything during that nope. time period. Um, it's just terrible, to, terrible marketing, and it falls on the developers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that sucks. It does suck. I, I does hope suck. they hope they land on their feet. I yeah. hope they find a, a place. Hope they, they can still work on the things they want to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, hope Jared Petty, who who left, kind of funny to go work on uh, Stadia, is doing okay. I don't know if this affects him in any way, but yeah. hopefully they're doing okay over there. One mm-hmm. more negative story though: Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time remake is delayed again. No clear new time for the remake to be released. This is from Jonathan Dornbush at IGN. Ubisoft has announced that the Prince of Persia The Sands of Time remake has been delayed again, this time without a clear new release date in mind. The developers of the remake released a statement on Twitter explaining that we have made the decision to shift release for Prince of Persia The Sands of Time remake to a later date. This extra development time will enable our teams to deliver a remake that feels fresh while remaining faithful to the original. The remake has been previously scheduled for a March 18th release, which it had been delayed to after plans for a January 2021 release, and now it's just indefinite, and we don't know when it's coming. Um, This sucks, one, because I was really hoping for this game to come out Mm -hmm. in March to play it before the the, the craze, whenever the craze may be, and also because Sands of Time is a game that I've been really looking forward to. It's one of my favorite games of all time. It's somewhere in the 25 to 35 range on my my favorite games of all time list. Um, I love it a lot, and I've been looking forward to this remake. Um, But again, like we said, uh, I guess when we talked about it yesterday, like, you know, delay the game if you need yeah. to delay your game. It, 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 I'm sure it was due to them um, originally planning to just release a, you know, probably Lackluster underwhelming product. remake of a game that mm-hmm. they might have got some money off of enough to recoup costs and mm-hmm. just get get some cash. And after the remakes as of late with how good they've been. Yeah. And then I'm sure they weren't expecting such an outpour of love for this game mm-hmm. and people and super, ex- super excited for it mm-hmm. um, that they were just like, well, we might actually need to make a better product than we were originally intending, so they're just pushing back, which I think is the good move. I, I don't know. Do we even see this in 2021? Uh, yes. You think I, so? I don't think it gets delayed till past 2021. I think okay. it comes out in November maybe sometime. Maybe they even shadow drop it in like July or August. I could see that too. But yeah. I don't think it gets delayed a whole year because it is... No, I don't The game so is not either. that big of it. Um, there was some, some news on the internet. I don't know if you've seen it. Of an original Prince of Persia remake too. Um, not necessarily coming along with it, but... 
something in the works too. Mm-hmm. So Maybe. I don't I don't know. Uh, who knows anymore? Same time is just always the one I've cared about. Indefinite waits are weird, mm-hmm. man. Indefinite waits are indeed weird. I'll just Enough forget about it. Of the news though, Michael Claire. Yes, sir. This next section of the podcast. What is it? Called This Week in Gaming. What's it about? It's a section of the podcast where we talk about the historical releases, and you guessed it. This week? This week in gaming. Wow. Boom. I'm glad you never gets old. <laughs> I'm glad you did that pop quiz. Let's talk. Let's talk about this week in gaming. <laughs> February 7th. Um, Kingdoms of Amala Reckoning, the original, dropped in 2012. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jordan. That's a favorite of Jordan's back there. Mm-hmm. He he loves that game. I played the remake. That was the first time I ever played it. Didn't really kick, click for me, but it did for a lot of people. Uh, Bravely Default came out in 2014. The sequel comes out in three weeks, mm-hmm. two weeks. The, the sequel. Yeah, this this is not the sequel. No, I said the sequel comes out in like. Two but it would weeks. be like the sequel to the sequel. No, they've so the way they've talked about it, the developers hated how badly Bravely Second did. That that's why it's called Bravely Default Two is because they're ignoring that Bravely Second even happened. <laughs> okay. And so they're calling it the true successor to Bravely Default. All right, I guess. All right, okay. So if the devs are ignoring it, so am I. Okay, Lego Movie the video game also came out on that same day in 2014. I know which one Tim was playing. Uh, Neither of those. And Neo um, came out in 2017, four years ago. I know which one Tim would have played, given the options. Yeah, yeah, sure, okay. February 8th, though. Wait, no, you don't like Lego games, do you? Nope, not really. Mm, You would have played neither. Yep, neither of them. February 8th in 1999, Mario Party the OG came out. That's exciting. Yes. And then in 2005, one of my favorite GameCube games, NBA Street Volume 3. I had this game and played the shit out of it. I I think I spent time playing 2. Looking back on it and thinking on it, I don't even know if I played Volume 3. I definitely played the second one, though. Bring up the cover to Volume 3, Jordan. Let me see. I can definitely... I'll be... I mean, he'll pull it up. I don't need to pull it up on my phone. Show, show the people. Let's see here. Dead air, man. Dead air. Dead air. It'd yeah. be like that. I'm just sitting here listening. I don't know why. Nah, you Gucci, bro. You go, we chilling? I'm just so focused on the CPU usage number. Just staring at it. I'm, like, sitting here like, okay, hopefully this isn't going up. Uh, like, um... Dude, Stressing. NBA Street, such a good game. It is a good um, the, uh, I miss those arcade sports games, man. Uh, the Racks to Riches game mode was always mm-hmm. my favorite. Um, it, it is just Show so the good. people. All right, let's take a look here. Boom. You don't remember this? That cover right there, that box art? Bring up that box art. Nothing for you? It's, no, bring up number two. This one, this is the one I had for sure. Okay, this is definitely the one I played. Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, I played a little bit of it, but I always had I played this three. one the most. And then is, is NBA... Or, yeah, is NBA Street 1 just the kind of like metallic background? Um, mm, NBA Street Volume 1, just that. Maybe not. I don't know which one I'm thinking of. But yeah, definitely 2. I played 2 the most. Yeah. I mean, they're all good games. Yeah, they're, they were all, all right. fun. You can get rid of that. Um, February 9th, the next day, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles comes out in 2004. A favorite of somebody's. Somebody's, but not ours. Also, Metroid Zero Mission came out on that same day in 2004. That's pretty good. Bioshock 2 came out in 2010. A fantastic game. Really good game. Alongside Dante's Inferno in 2010. A game I like, but I know was mediocre for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And then Unraveled dropped in 2016 on that day. Yeah, really good game. Really good. February 10th, you have Mario Kart 64 in 1997. According to Tim, the first Mario Kart. I was like the original Mario Kart, but I'm just a dunce. Um, 1997, Mario Kart 64, that's classic. And then shout out to Trey Blackburn, Professor Layton, and the Curious Village in 2008. Mm -hmm. Love that game. Is that series still going on? Is there any? uh, Yeah, they just dropped a new one like six months ago five okay. months ago okay i don't i heard it wasn't very good but this one was a classic and me, mm-hmm. and, me and trey played the shit out of it february 11th in 2002 you have super mario world super mario advance 2 in 2002. 2002 and i played that one a lot too you did and wow. then also sonic adventure 2 battle in 2002 which i also played a two. lot too 
<laughs> so that was those are classic games. I love Sonic Adventure 2, the Chow Garden and stuff. Um, I understand in retrospect those games suck, but nah. it was a fun time. No, they do. Yeah, they I do. went back and replayed it. They suck. But it doesn't get much better than than that classic music track mm. running around at the speed of sound, you know? Yep. Oh, we can Follow skip that. Nope, <laughs> you don't is. want me to sing it again? Nope, <laughs> February 12th, Super Mario Bros. 3 in 1990. A classic. God yeah, Among Men. One of the best. And then, don't make the joke, We Play in 2007 came <laughs> out in February 12th. You're lucky I didn't have a... Um, Doc in front of you? Yeah, because yeah. I, I would have made the joke again, yeah. but I forgot it was coming out. Yeah, We Play what? <laughs> um, notable, the tank mode from We Play. Classic. Gotta love it. Flower dropped in 2009. That is a good game. And then Jump Force in 2019. Um, a banger, a dude. An abysmal game that we Fantastic. we really went to One GameStop. Of the best. We really went to GameStop on launch day and bought this whole. I've never it, dropped a game. And it was terrible. faster in my life. Yeah, it was super quick. February thirteenth, Kingdom Come Deliverance dropped in twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. A game I personally recommend very much. Um, I couldn't tell you why I enjoyed that game so much, but I did. I just loved it. And then Tetris ninety nine dropped two years ago on the Nintendo Switch. Yep. What a fun. Still what a fun time. receiving updates. Yep. To this day, fun game, which is crazy. Got my got my dubs and left. But I still play it every now and then. Uh, now it's time for video game 20 questions. I'm going to think of I don't, a, of you a video game. You last time. Yeah, I know, but that 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 episode never got uploaded because we had audio issues, which I'm not convinced we're not having right now, but we'll never know. You know. You, you got to do that last time. Though. I'm doing it. That wasn't last time. It, it yeah, doesn't count. It doesn't exist, but it, it doesn't did. Count. It doesn't count. Um, Please just don't. But do I had it. Yu-Gi-Oh! Boy. It was Yu-Gi-Oh! It was Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, that's who I guess. Yu-Gi-Oh! Yama. What is it? What's his... What's his y- last name? It's Yugi Moto. Yeah. Um. So the character Yama. I have in my head, boom, bada bing, bada boom, locked okay. in. Nintendo. And yes. Hmm. See, I gotta stop picking Nintendo characters because I know you're gonna ask that. Like, you know, that's gonna be my first question. <laughs> um. Is it? I'm gonna wipe my glasses. Main character. No. Okay. No main character. That's two. Okay. Okay. Is it? Um. Is this character's game on the Switch. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Mm, so not main character. Game no. on the Switch. Is it a game I played on the Switch? It. Really? Maybe. Hold up. Really? Hold up. You Pause can just him. tell me the game and I'll tell you if I played it. No, <laughs> no, not doing that. Hold up. Why do you have to look it up to know if I played it? That's pretty weird, man. Hold up. But can you, okay? Wait. How, why do you have to look it up? Stop. Is it because you said that it was on the Switch and you weren't 100% sure? No, just hold up. Hold up. I'm, I'm looking. The dead air is just sitting. You gotta, yeah. You gotta yeah. I don't know. You got to explain why you had okay, to Google yes. this. I have played it? You played the, yeah. The, yes. the Switch game? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I just had to, I had why to did you, be positive. That's four. Why did you have to do it like that? Sorry, I had to, I had to be positive. I, I couldn't remember some things. Um, is this character? No, nah, is this character? No, I was gonna say, is this character? Is this character's game represented on the Smash roster? Uh, the game, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Five. Um, no, let me think here. Mario franchise? Was that what you're asking me? Yeah. Yes. Okay, for it. We're on the Mario franchise. It's a side character. Is it an enemy? No. So it's a good guy. Good guy, maybe neutral, but it's—I it, don't think it's really neutral characters. Um, is it? I don't want to claimed. Is the game? Hmm. Seven questions, baby. So it's a good guy. Is it from 
a is this character is like mm, let me think let me think let me think is this character a humanoid no okay um no humanoid and not a main character can you would you consider a character you can play as a main character not always okay well can you because like because like Okay, so like the example I would use is like, like you can play as Lemmy in Mario Kart, but he's not a main character. Yeah, that's what I would say. Okay. Like you could play as Dry Bones or somebody, okay. but I wouldn't consider Dry Bones a main character. Yeah, can you play as this character on Mario Kart? I have to check. Okay. Mario Kart Eight Deluxe specifically? Yeah. Because if it's not on that roster, but it's on a different one, no way I'm getting it. Because I can't tell you the roster of other games. Yes. Okay, so you can play as this character on uh, Mario Kart. That's eight. And you said it was humanoid? No. No, not humanoid. Um, I think that's nine. Was that nine or eight? That was nine. Okay. Um, so it nine. has to be... Has to be. What does it have to be? Um, let me think. Eight questions deep. Character we're thinking of here. It has to be a good character, not a main character. A good character, not a main character. Not a humanoid. Not a humanoid. Is it um? Is it um? Is it a monkey? No, none of the monkey boys. Okay. Um, not a humanoid. So who's that leave? Right, do you consider toads humanoids? Um, no, definitely okay. not. Okay. Why they got arms, legs, and a head, and they They're just have a hat humanoids. on? They're not humanoids. Okay. That's ten. Is this character a toad? Yes, that's eleven. Is this character female? Yes. There's only one female toad, right? This character Toadette. It is. Okay, toadette. cool. Yay. Toadette. What a good week. What did you look at that? <laughs> no no hot takes, no nothing crazy. <laughs> just a good old Nintendo character that takes you about ten to fifteen questions to get to. Toadette. Classic Yay. character. Gotta love Toadette. So what what were you looking up? Because I didn't know I could not remember what games like she was in specifically like yeah. i didn't remember and i i thought maybe she you could play as her in that that new super mario bros wii u switch version yeah because i knew you played that i was like i don't remember if you could play as her mm -hmm. in that but then i seen that you could play as her in super mario party um so I was and like, there's okay. also mario kart too so yeah i didn't I know that <clears throat> i had to make sure okay what a calm week thank you <laughs> <laughs> on to the reader mail section you can get your questions read on the show by sending an email in to synced at gmail.com just like Isaiah Roberson did this week. He says, he hey, guys, just want to say that I appreciate you guys and the hustle. Keep up the amazing work that you guys do. My question for this week is, when is Claire Bear making his return to Twitch? Signed, Zay. So Twitch is more now a special occasion type thing than a weekly type thing that I want to do. Um, that's just because of how busy I am right now. I, I think you can expect me to stream um, next Tuesday, hopefully, either Tuesday or Monday. With some with some Mario with some 3D world, Ooh. I'm gonna play Bowser's Fury before that. Yeah, but course. then I, I need to beat. Did you know, ever play 3D world? I've played it, but I haven't. Okay, played. you know I, I, I didn't own it, it on, the, on the Wii U, right? But why would I go play it knowing that it's coming out on the Switch? Yeah, but we've had it this whole time. Yeah, but why would I? Everything's going to the Switch eventually. We know this. No, we don't. We do know. This. No, we don't. We do know this. No, you know it's cat. What's not? Skyward Sword probably. Twilight nah. Princess probably. Nah, that's going to be there. I I mean, I hope I'm wrong. Give it time. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. Everything's coming. Trey Blackburn writes in with a couple of questions here. What does he say? I had a burp again. I've just been burping today. Is that is that Sonic? That Sonic that, Demian? That Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, that's that was, a Philly that was just barely okay. Had yeah. four tater tots on mm -hmm. it. 
With the recent announcements of Indiana Jones and Star Wars being mm-hmm. brought to the gaming world once again, what other mobile sl- or movie slash TV slash book slash etc. franchises do you guys hope to get brought to the world of video games? I can't remember the answers what, we had. Uh, one of the answers was Percy Jackson. Mm-hmm. The Avengers, but a good game. Yeah. <laughs> Why, are you inferring that they made a bad game? Or that they made a game at all? Are you inferring that they didn't make a bad game? Are you inferring? What I'm not Are you inferring trying. that that game sold well? That it didn't lose them millions and millions of dollars? Uh, Yeah, good Avengers game and Percy, Percy Jackson, Jackson. Where you play as a kid and you go to mm-hmm. Camp Half-Blood. That would be That'd nice. Be cool. That'd be cool. I would like that. Another question from Trey. Outside of gaming, but still in the world of entertainment, what are you guys excited for in the year 2021? MCU. MCU was the number one thing. Finishing WandaVision. Yep. Starting Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Starting Loki. Starting Black Widow. Black, Black Widow. Um, what if? Uh, just trailers. Shang Chi trailers. Hype trailers. trailers. Yeah, I didn't um, think about that. Trailers yeah. for anything, really. Yeah, just trailers. Just, trailers make me. I excited. guess it is in gaming, dummy. but like Nintendo Directs, Xbox inside Xboxes, state of plays. You know, when I made the description for our our podcast, still waiting in Nintendo Direct, and I put two guys waiting for Nintendo Direct, and we're still waiting. I for think Nintendo that Direct. was the curse. Yeah, I should have never wrote that because we are still waiting for an official dedicated Nintendo Direct, yep. not a part showcase or indie showcase. It cursed us all. It did curse us all. Um, but yeah, definitely the MCU. I'm looking forward to the Percy Jackson series. I don't think that's this year though. Um, uh, um, Frost Haven. Frost Darkest Haven. Dungeon board game. Darkest Dungeon board game. Um, stuff like that. Um, there was one more. Dune. I'm looking forward to the Dune movie. Dune. And Minari. Mm. Minari with Steven Yeun. Yes. I'm looking forward to that. That comes on the 26th. Very what excited. What a, Steven Yeun. Yep. What a class act. Yep, 100%. Spencer writes in with a couple of questions, too. What's poppin', fellas? My question this week is, what are your most hated games of all time? What, for you, makes a game so bad that you will never be able to return to it? Are there any games that you hate but still play? For me, it's probably League. As much as I play, the community is incredibly toxic. Riot is doing a a lot better job of weeding those people out, though. And I can never seem to climb past Diamond Rank due to either AFKs or someone running it down because their pick got banned. But I keep going back to it because the replayability is god-tier and every game feels fresh and new. As always, you guys keep rocking it. What are your most hated games of all time? Do you uh, have any? For me, it has to be uh, Guitar Hero Aerosmith. Really? Oh, you just you just threw something out there. I did. <laughs> okay. I, had to. I, yeah, I have just no don't, answer. We just this. don't really hate games that much. I, don't I mean, hate there much are, of anything. There are games that we don't like particularly, but none that we specifically hate. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not a hater, bro. Yeah, I'm not a hater either. I'm a lover. You sound like a hater, Spencer. Are you a hater, Spencer? Spencer is a hater, bro. I don't know. Sometimes he'd be sounding like one in the chat. He be. I feel like he looked down on me sometimes. Yeah. He's like, like, did you did you turn the computer on and off? And I'm like, Spencer, please, bro. <laughs> yeah, please, come on. One more question from Spencer, though. What's popping? I'm sitting here watching the GDQ run of Dragon Age Origins, and man, there are a lot of down patch glitches being exploited. What are your thoughts on glitches in games? How do you feel about them being exploited casually? Should they be exploited or left to the bug splat? What about using them during speed runs? Is it viable uh, then, or does it downgrade the quality of the run for you? One of the more prominent ones I remember is the Ogma Infinium book glitch in Skyrim, which I abused the hell out of. Keep up the great work. You guys are awesome, as always. Spence UT. So, mm-hmm. we, I was talked about yesterday... My friend Ben exploiting a glitch in Skyrim Switch Edition to get his pickpocketing like super, super max level really quickly. Um, that was a glitch that he did. On games that are old like that, I think they're fine. And single-player games, I think they're more fine. Like it, we talked about yesterday, if they detract from your experience, they really should be getting rid of. Um, and mm-hmm. if they allow you, like for example, the stem glitch in Call of Duty Warzone, or like you were talking about, Modern Warfare being able to get under the map and kill people, stuff yeah. like that is not cool. But in single-player games, I think they're more okay. And that comes down to more personal preference. If you mm-hmm. just want to blaze your way through the game and get That's up to dummy you. OP, do that. Um, I did it in Cyberpunk where you could sell this painting over and over and just get, get a lot of money. money. But I really only used that money just to buy the cars, which 
don't really give you an advantage in any way. Nope. It was just something I needed to do so I can get an and achievement. It was right? very unrealistic. Yeah, but you could have, you could have done that to buy all the upgrades for your armor, mm -hmm. like or your um, what do you call it? Cyber cybernetic enhancement stuff like yeah. that. I didn't do that because that kind of felt like cheating, mm -hmm. but I just used it to do some monotonous stuff mm -hmm. and, and get through that. When it comes to speed running, there's multiple categories. Do mm -hmm. it however you want. You know, yep. there, there's categories um, where you glitch the hell out of the game, and then there's some where it's just like glitchless, mm -hmm. um, no glitches. And I think that's fine as long as there's different um, categories and as long as nobody's, you know, cheating their way ahead of the system mm -hmm. because, you know, you, it's super hard to do that. So. Um, I think it's fine. the The way it's handled right now is fine. Mm -hmm. I so, agree. I agree. I On to the what you've been playing section. What of the have podcast. you been playing, Tim? I played a little bit of Oblivion and then dropped it like mm -hmm, a box mm -hmm. of rocks because it wasn't doing it for me. Even after you bought the DLC. Even after I bought the DLC and booted up Dragon Age Inquisition and it was really doing it for me. So I bought all the DLC and I'm like 40 hours in and I continue to go and I was watching videos last night. I had a dream about it and I was trying to play it today, but then we we're watching Age of Ultron and I was thinking, man, I really need to kill these demons so I can get these things. I'm just loving Inquisition so. much much it's i'm having a jolly time mm -hmm. playing it again jolly old time. jolly old time it's been a class it's been classic it's mm -hmm. I, i'm mm -hmm. glad i'm playing it post a lot of the updates because the war table is seeming a little more reasonable with not as many crazy high times and mm -hmm. i'm not running any any bugs or anything it holds up a lot better than i expected it to considering it came out eight years ago that's good um and i'm digging it so much going back that's to it fantastic. can't wait for dragon age 4 and also can't uh, wait for I'll, mass effect legendary I'll be wait. i mean yeah yeah and then it'll happen and i'll just keep waiting <laughs> chug along what have you been playing though uh finally be miles morales i had i'm familiar with the ending of the game and because uh, i watched some playthroughs and stuff like that mm -hmm. um but i finally beat it myself really good enjoyable experience the only problem i had was with some of the collectibles it, it felt a little monotonous near the end um where you're just clearing areas just to get a little bit of stuff um so I, that's my only problem with the game but it still feels fantastic swinging around new york has never felt better venom, venom powers venom powers are so cool um I, I wish it was a more fleshed out game, like 20 hours, so I mm -hmm. could just get better at... Because um, when you're better at those games, like if you get good at the combat, it's just a better game. Mm -hmm. you, you start um, having more combos and stuff like that. You learn more things. You get better. So when I was... That five-hour session I was playing, by the end, I was really good and in, in control of the controls. Yeah. So it felt really good. Nice. So that's one thing. Um, uh, here's my seventh week in a while that I was talking about. Valhalla. Valhalla. <laughs> um, I'm nearly caught up to where I was. It took me like four hours faster than I thought I could do it. Um, it's crazy how much of that game is just text and speaking to people, which is fine. I love it. But you means you can skip past it really quick. Beat Donut County for the first time. Yep. Uh, short game. Classic it was like an hour game. and a half for me to beat it. On Game Pass. Um, very fun. Free. Play it if you can. Uh, cute. And then I played Destruction All-Stars. Perhaps one of the most underwhelming $70 games I've ever played <laughs> in my life. Uh, it was not free for only me, reason I played for PlayStation Plus only reason it's successful but yeah, uh, successful in quotes I wouldn't even call it successful um, IGN gave it like a 6 yeah it's not good no um, it's the the way the car controls is great visually it's stunning um, but there's just nothing to do yeah it's, it gets boring very fast the game modes don't have that same replay, uh, replayability that um, something like Rocket League does I can't tell you why. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Like, it just doesn't feel nearly as fun to, like... Because um, it doesn't have, like, a, a push-and-shove kind of thing with Rocket League where you get one point ahead and you're like, all right, we got to play better. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no communication with your teammates. Um, nothing like that. So it's it's just missing something. Hopefully yeah. they can bring it around because it's a good... I think it can be a really good IP. Um, and the controls, that they have a good, a good amount of stuff there. They just need to make better modes. Mm -hmm. um, that's what I've been playing, though. All right. 
that's it. Um, but we're not going to end the podcast yet. We're going to talk about the future of the Synced Up podcast but before first, we get rid of this. What? Let's talk about the past. What are we talking about in the past? This year in review. Oh. Um, well, first, let's talk about these audio issues we've been having. So, what are the odds the audio is fucked up right now? I'd say at least 50%. Like, not zero? Definitely I, not zero. I, I agree with you. Um, I'm kind of worried. Kind of worried of clicking it after I just spent 400 on a CPU. Now, I have a question. Do you want to end here, uh, check it, and then recut back in with the mushy stuff? Um, or do you want to just keep going? Yeah, because maybe... Actually, yeah, let's do that. Okay. So I don't waste my time. Soft ending here. Yeah, soft ending. We're, we're coming back in about five seconds. Jordan, the, in this recording. Y- you're, here's a message from our sponsor. Here's a message. <laughs> hey, Tim. What? Do your toes ever get cold? Sometimes. How, how cold are we talking? We're talking in a little chilly. A little chilly? Like, you know, 50 degrees or colder. All, all 10 of them? Nine? I don't judge. I don't know. Sometimes a little less. You know, there's a, there's a solution for your problem. What's the solution to that problem? Socks. Socks? Have you heard of socks? <laughs> Yes, I have. They come big, small, is that um, round, square. Our sponsor this week, Socks. Thank you, Socks, fact, for sponsoring. I'm not wearing any socks. What? Put your toes away. No. Come. <laughs> no socks. No, no socks. socks. Um, you know, Socks may have sponsored us, but they didn't send us any. Socks. So really a trash sponsor, yeah, thanks, right? Thanks. Um, but you can get your socks at any sock selling store. Yep. Um, <laughs> okay, this bit is over. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, we're, we're a little cheeky right now because the audio was fine. It we worked. did have an issue with the trailer. The trailer audio didn't play, but that's perfectly fine. It sucks y'all can't hear the music. We already fixed it. But uh-huh. go watch your trailer. But we have fixed it for future. We figured out what it was. Um, so that is fixed. Um, but I'm stoked that nothing fucked up. Me too. I'm so stoked. So what were we going to talk about? So now we're going to talk about the future of the Synced Up podcast. Um, and I can do it a little bit better now that I know I, I, I don't have the looming mm-hmm. fear that the audio is fucked up. Do you not want to talk about... Um where we started? Do you just want to talk yeah, about the future? No, we'll we'll talk about where okay, we started. But I'll let you leave. let's talk about the audio issues we had because mm-hmm. we need to, we need to address them now. Um, so we've been having audio issues the past couple of weeks. Obviously, this episode is going up late because of audio issues. Last week's episode was lackluster because of audio issues. The mm-hmm. last five to ten minutes was fucked up because of audio issues. I appreciate every single one of you who has stuck through that. I know we've had that audio issue pop up randomly in the past. We seemingly couldn't find the problem. And mm-hmm. we've upgraded the CPU, and as of right now, I'm still not convinced. No. But as of right now, during this episode, the audio did not fuck up at all. We ran the lower thirds, we ran the intro, we showed a trailer, we went on Twitter. No audio mishaps whatsoever. We think we might have isolated the problem, and the CPU was it. I really hope so. I hope the, the I problem hope doesn't too. arise. So, thank you so much for sticking around through that. For um, I believe that we have fixed it. Um, one, I'm not 100%, but I believe that we have fixed it. Um, enough of that, though. So... We wanted to talk a little bit about, because this is our 51st um, episode, or 52nd, I don't know. We're, we're coming up real close to On a year, year of it's, doing it's, this. It's almost been a year of doing this podcast, um, and so we wanted to, we already had this 15-minute conversation yesterday, but the audio was fucked up, so, you know. Yeah, from start to finish, Start to bad. finish, it was terrible, which sucks, but. Um, a little bit of, of a retrospective and a looking forward of hey, there's a ten dollar bill on the table. What's going on there? Who got some money? Um, a little bit of a re- a little bit of a retrospective um, on the podcast. <laughs> he slides in on the podcast um, to to really look about look about where we came from and, yeah. and where we're going. So this all started um, in my February. in my yeah February of 2020. Me too, bro. You want some of mine? No, I got a little bit left. Uh, uh, it started February 2020 in our my apartment in my room. Mm-hmm. Um, what we with did, trash little desk, yep, and some crappy mics, and recording on my little laptop. Yep. And what we did was we sold your drum set, 
We sold your yep. drum set, and I put some money up, um, and you put the money you got from trading your drum set into Guitar Center. Yep, I and we bought the two mics. very shitty ninety dollars mics. Yeah, um, and with a pop filter, a pop filter and some stands. Yep, and we used our old music recording equipment yep. too as well to get that recorded. And we were mm. just an audio only. Yep. And it was bad audio. A lot of those first episodes, my mic wasn't even on, yeah, <laughs> and it yep. was very echoey all, all through my mic. Um, it's kind of weird, um, but we got it going. And like you said before, mm-hmm. um, people weren't around for like years ago when we started the Syzygy podcast. Yeah. They, so it, this has been something we wanted to do for a long time. Long time. Um, and that podcast is terrible. It, it truly bad. Only I have in the two episodes somewhere. Yeah. Two episodes are on some SoundCloud somewhere. Yep. Um, I don't remember where, but they're up there. I mean, you can hear them. And they're Just a bit us. ridiculous. There's like eight of us all around one mic talking yep. about coconuts. And, and it, was, it was positioned above a pillow, and mm-hmm. that was our... Um, you know our sound capture yep and it was a terrible system yes it was good um there were some good moments in there there was um it jack was jack had some hot takes he it did it was fun it was fun but we've come pretty far now mm-hmm. we, have. we made the change from just audio to video, to video when we moved into this house mm-hmm. um, yeah so what happened there uh just a little bit of mm-hmm. you know insight into that um my grandpa died years and years and years ago it's been a long time it's been like 10 years since he died but he had a salvage yard and he put a lot of money um, away for all of his grandkids um, and I finally got that money um, and I just looked at it and as much as my parents wanted me to invest it in real estate or whatever and stuff mm-hmm. which is smart by the way like if you sh- you should do that type of stuff um, I have a very different outlook when it comes to money and the future uh, money is not something that I care about necessarily um, I tend to be very flippant with it not to the detriment of myself I never put myself in a bad financial position yeah. but I'm never one to not want to to spend money you don't make moves usually just to gain money for financial gain i invested in dogecoin for the meme um i don't have money in in all kinds of investments i don't have like i don't there's not i don't have a lot of stuff like that i'm not Mm -hmm. investing in real estate like my parents do so i decided i was going to take that money and we were going to take a leap of faith and i was going to upgrade the podcast to an insane degree Mm -hmm. we were going to move to video we were going to get obs we were going to reach out to more people we were going to try to make some Mm -hmm. serious growth and and we did. Um, it was very expensive. And he did all that. Yeah, the camera was. I painted the TV. Mike painted the TV. Um, the camera was thousand dollars on its own. The mics themselves were a couple hundred each. Um, between the both of them and the things needed to get them to the recording software was over a thousand dollars. And you got the lights. Um, um, it it ended up costing me close to six thousand dollars. Now at this point, um, uh, with all of the equipment and the CPU and stuff, it's mm-hmm. it's cost me a lot of money. Um, but that being said. It's, I don't, that's not a negative in any way. This has been a, an incredibly fulfilling experience. It has mm-hmm. been fun getting, we've been get, getting so much experience doing this over the course of the last six months yeah. and to a year. Um, you've got in with five, nine and had the ability to join them and do mm-hmm. some stuff with I, them. I've learned so much just from, yep. you know, starting out here. Cause before we did this, I, I think I was here because I, we had good banter, mm-hmm. not yeah. because I was very well versed in the mm-hmm. video game industry, but now it's been a whole year and I feel like. I know so much more. <laughs> I feel way more involved. Like yeah. I've learned a lot from doing this. Because going in, I'm not going to lie, because when we were going in and I was trying to figure out how we we're going to do a podcast, Chance mm-hmm. moving away like fucked me up because Chance yeah. was the only one who could ever match my energy when it came to being like in Excited the know or, and, being and in knowing know. what was happening. And so when Chance moved to Texas, I was like, it kind of sucked because I wanted him to be mm-hmm. like on the podcast a lot because I thought he would be able to bring the most Damn, to the bro, table. Let me know how you feel about and me. <laughs> I'm just saying this is in the beginning. Um, but you, you've really definitely uh, stepped up to the plate and, and, and have 
done quite good and now you're doing all the stuff with five nine and you're you've got back into main console gaming and stuff and that's yep. been incredibly nice and um as people have said like going into this like a lot of my friends that not friends that you know but mm-hmm friends outside of our specific like main circle um told me that they were iffy going in because of because they didn't know you right and yeah. they, they knew me talking to them on the phone they were like oh you could do it for sure but i don't know about that guy um and then three four episodes in they were like oh no no the banter is great um yeah it's and it, it's it's been weird to you know we we've gotten um from people who don't know either of us right mm-hmm. like bob Buell, hearing him say yep. that he enjoyed our banter yep and we which is so weird to we me. reached out got bob Buell on the podcast that mm-hmm. was a fun experience a very good episode and for yeah for him after after we recorded that episode we talked for about 30 30 mm-hmm. minutes and and talked to him about what we liked about his stuff and and he was like hey man you guys are like really good like i thought you were cutting dead air i thought you were chopping things up but it turns out like you guys are just that good and, and yeah. that was a, a really good thing to have with bob Buell, and that's been mm-hmm. that's been exciting um, and so now we've upgraded, um, and and this is where we are now. We we invested in uh, the MinMax podcast for four hundred dollars yep. and invested in sponsoring them, which I very much enjoyed doing. Not because we received a bunch of growth from it, but because I love those guys very very much, and I've been following Ben Hansen for years mm-hmm. on the Game Informer podcast. And when he left, I knew I was going to be a patron from day one, and I have been uh, up my pledge that that uh, month to get our sponsorship going. So maybe we could get some crossover. Um, and for him to have said he listened to a couple of episodes and he liked our banter and he liked our quality and um, that was very cool. Yeah. And for them to send us that personal thank you message and be like, hey, thank you for you know doing that. We listened to your podcast. It was great. And um, that's been very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a cool thing to have. And for 100, it, like 80, I guess, ish people from there to hop over and, and well, I don't, I don't necessarily know if they're all from there, but a lot of you to hop over from the Min Max podcast and start listening to our show. Um, like Miguel last week with his book and he was having yeah. this um, shout out his book. He talked about hopping over in November and finally that was one of the people like, oh, he's been here since November and hasn't said anything and it's cool for him to have mm-hmm. been around that long. Spencer found us from there. Lyle found us from there. Fielding, Fielding found us from there. And now they're in the Discord and I feel like we've made new friends with them and we talk yeah. to them on a regular basis. I mean, we were wishing Fielding a happy birthday. He made the quote game for us. That's mm-hmm. been so cool and so much fun. And we've been enjoying it. Um, but we wanted to take this time, I guess enough looking at the past because that leads us up to here and talk about what we got coming down the pipeline, the type of stuff that we're going to be doing um, mm-hmm. going into this year. Um, so... First and foremost, the the major thing here is we're looking to get a third mic, um, yeah. get more guests in here, but specifically just to mic Jordan up. Um, so during episodes, you won't hear the the weird, awkward banter of us talking or the, back that and forth. dead air or yeah. us having to repeat because of like that. We're listening to something that he's saying, and then there's like eight seconds of silence, and maybe you think your phone fucked up, and you're like, hey, what's going on? And actually, it's just Jordan is telling us something. Mm-hmm. Um, so for him to be able to be mic'd up and, and actually have some input, because he has said some some good things about you know franchises that we're not in and we yeah. don't really play, and for him to be able to jump in, we really want that. So we're going to invest in getting a mic over there, a new computer computer desk. To, y'all can't see it, but the setup over there is clusterfuck very, and yeah. very it's very compact. And so to get a bigger desk there to get the monitors in a good spot, um, that uh, we're looking to do that. That doesn't affect you guys as much, but it, it will make it a little better over there, more experience, mm-hmm. cleaner. Um, it'll also help the streams out a little bit when you, when especially with you doing five nine stuff, that'll be a lot easier for you over yeah. there. Um, and and we're looking. Um, I think we should get one of those mic things that clip to the desk. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I think, think that'd be cool. I think we the, should get the that. moving one. The, yeah, I yeah. think that'll be good for the stream and good for Jordan. Um, so we're looking to do that. We're looking to possibly reinvest into the MinMax podcast again. That's been thrown around the table. Another four hundred mm-hmm. to sponsor them again because yeah, we we, think, need, we need to come up with some more 
I, I guess marketing plans mm-hmm. or something like that to get us out there yeah. a little more. I think sponsoring the MinMax thing again could be good, especially if you split the cost between mm-hmm. us. It won't be as expensive, and also at the same time, uh, the people who hopped over will be hearing us again. Maybe they'll get reminded. They'll come over. The mm-hmm. people who heard us the first time, when they hear us the second time, will be like, okay, maybe I'll hop over now because yeah. they hear us the second time. It's 100% target audience, and that's the type of audience we want. That those positive, those positive vibes. Yeah. Um, and so. We want to bring more of those people over, so we might reinvest in in that to get another sponsorship mm-hmm. over there. Um, possibly reach out to more people. I've been reaching out to people. Haven't really got many responses, but... What, what about the kind of funny thing? Yeah, I, yeah. so the kind Another of funny... Greg Miller thing, I guess. Yeah, Greg Miller is doing a Community Day podcast thing. Two days of it, where he's going to randomly guest on a bunch of podcasts, and I'm shooting for that. I don't know the... They haven't released the sign-ups or the stipulations. It's kind of a lottery system. It's, there's not a guarantee for us to get in there, but we're no, going, but we're going to try. We're going to try to get in there, and if it requires, you know, people to share us and stuff, we will be asking you guys to share us um, and whatnot oh, to get us out there, so we can try to get Greg Miller on our podcast because mm-hmm. they will also host us on their on, on their sh- on their Twitch stream. Yeah, and that would be an incredible amount huge. of exposure for us, especially if this audio issue is actually resolved. Our quality is quite good. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to sound cocky or anything, but we spent a lot of money on ensuring it was professional quality. And I know the past month it hasn't really felt like that, um, but we've got it. Ba- we think we've got it back to where we need to be. Yeah. Um, and so we're shooting for the kind of funny thing. Um, obviously, we had Bob Buell that one time. Uh, I sent messages out to Blooper team um, for the medium. We didn't get it, but that's okay. We sent uh, emails to the Potionomics guys, the Stray team, to try to get on those commu- uh, creator lists. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we've got it or not. We're uh, going to keep trying, though. I sent emails to Jacob Geller. I will send more emails to Jacob Geller. I love him very much. Um, he's he's one of my favorite content creators out there. Um, I, I want to get him on the podcast. That would be nice. I know he likes to guest on podcasts every once in a while. Let's get Drew Gooden. Um, Drew Gooden. <laughs> He's not in the gaming world, but that would be uh, cool. We can bring him <laughs> that would be cool. Um, and we're looking to do that. In the area of more content, though, we're looking to do more impressions videos in the future. We just need more games to come out to be able to do that. We are looking to do more spoiler casts. I know we on- we've only done a couple, and it's been almost a... F- it was the very beginning of the podcast when we did our last one. Mm-hmm. Or June, I guess, was the last spoiler cast we did. And we have definitely could have done more since then. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're looking to do more spoiler casts, more impressions content, keep that rolling, keep the ball rolling there. And we are looking to start another podcast. Yeah. A movie, uh, film, TV podcast where, so we, where we talk about the... There is there is a bit of a story behind that one. Yeah. yeah so we were going to do a show um, that was project titled Synced Up Unplugged, mm-hmm. which would be just me and Tim kind of bantering talking about whatever we want to could be mm-hmm. us talking about potato chips for two hours yep be great discussion but rotate in more of our friends yeah you can bring more people in um there's a lot of good things about it but it didn't help us grow grow which i think is what we want the most yeah in this i year. think i think it would be cool for you guys who are here and and we want to make more content for you guys and it'll happen eventually it will happen eventually but we we need growth so instead the assets that we got for that because we did get some assets um we're going to repurpose. Yeah. And they work great for this other idea, which is a film and mm-hmm. media show where we talk about the the TV news, mm-hmm. the movie news for the week. We we have a couple ideas here. It will probably be structured like this show. Pretty pretty um, similar. Pretty similar but not exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to we're going to watch old movies, new movies. We talked about an IMD top 50. Yeah, I think that would IMDb. be fun where we could have like a watch along mm-hmm. and then kind of talk about that. Um maybe maybe we do a thing where we're like, "Hey, everyone, this is on this streaming service. If you have it, watch this week. Mm-hmm. Write in what you think of the movie. Or if you want us to watch a specific movie, write in and we'll watch it. We yeah. have a lot of different ideas here. Because I, I think it's a lot easier for us to 
for you know us to get involved with our community and people watch a movie than mm-hmm. necessarily play, play a 40 game. hour game yeah especially, uh, especially price price point too. price yeah. point is a lot lower so there. there's a lot more things we can do there mm-hmm. than if we had done the other show and it would have good seo yeah and that's the biggest thing um so uh, you can expect that mm-hmm. we're gonna wait till tax return season kind of kicks in with so we can money. get the the set stuff and design yep. for that so yeah the new mic and stuff takes priority but we should have enough money to get the set stuff because it's not looking, i mean it's not it, looking to be yeah we found a, a pretty cheap idea that we can go with that's mm-hmm. a very easy design and we'll we'll test that out yep um very, so that uh, you can expect that maybe in like march yep. april um that project gets yep. pushed out um and then of course I think that pretty much covers all the the content we have planned out. Our one year anniversary is pretty much going to be either next week or the week after. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't have any huge ideas for what we want to do mm-hmm. yet. If you have any, write them in. Yeah, for sure. Let us know what you'd want to see us do. Um, whether it's like a, you know a whole podcast of just reading reader mail, or you know we we reminisce right now, so we don't really want to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> um, but th- th- there's got to be some fun stuff we can do, and mm-hmm. we can't really think of it at the moment. Yeah. But there's. I don't know. I suggested we watch the Dragon Quest movie again from the original podcast <laughs> and uh, give a more in-depth dive into that, but I don't think we'll do that either. Yeah. Maybe we'll save but that we, for Gear we, 2. We might play some games. We might do something. We, yeah. We got nothing right now, but we're, we're thinking. We're thinking. So we got some. We got to come up with some stuff for that, but that, I think that covers mostly um, what we want to do. We, we want to see this grow. You know, mm-hmm. we put 100%. a lot of energy into this. We got about 100 of you guys now listening yeah. every week, and that's very nice, and I love all 100 of you, um, uh, but we need more than 100 of you i'm looking to, to get, get the, those increases if we can have the same rate of increase you know i'm talking maybe get a thousand viewers by the uh, listeners by the end mm-hmm. of the year stuff like that this you know that would be nice but we, we need to go we growth. need to sit down make some goals yep. make a business plan you know yep marketing plan we should do that kind of we stuff. should so we, we'll we'll work on that we're, we're gonna work on you know the the lighting the the sound the visuals all professional we got to get the other stuff caught up yeah so we got to do that um, but it's exciting. You know, I, I think we have a good future here if we keep doing what we're doing. Um, just turn it up a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the 5.9 stuff, I'm learning stuff there. Hopefully, I can get some foot-ins here and there. Trying to get, like, review codes there. I think I can get them faster there than I can here. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I can get my foot in the door, hopefully, I can carry that up over and yep. synced up and That'd help us nice. grow there. Uh, you know, I've made friends with editors and stuff who can do really cool content. So, who who knows? You know, mm-hmm. we're making steps, getting our yep. feet in the door in a lot of places. Yep. Um, finally got the discord going and stuff yep. so we're, we're trying new stuff there's and you know this is everything we do here it's us doing it for the first time mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. and none of this is experience from uh, things before nope. so i'm a mailman bro and i uh i manage a restaurant <laughs> so, yeah, not a lot of crossover there <laughs> no so, not at all uh everything's new for us and you know thanks for being patient with us as we figure things out yep. um that's i don't know that's really it that's pretty much it that's all i got um, thank you for watching or listening mm-hmm. to this episode of the Synced Up Podcast. Thank you for sticking with us. If you've been with us for a while, thank you for hopping on the train. If you're new, doesn't matter how new. Appreciate you guys in the Discord. Appreciate you guys watching. Again, you should go over to youtube.com slash Synced Up Podcast. Give us a sub over there so we can see those numbers grow a little bit. Give us a review, whatever your your podcasting service, specifically Apple Podcasts. That helps a lot mm-hmm. on, on getting up on those charts. Just anything you got, try to give it to us and we would, we would appreciate it. We've all done it. We've all played our part giving reviews and stuff and trying mm-hmm. to up those numbers as much as possible and we we need y'all's help to grow more. Word of mouth, man. That's Word the mouth. best way to really? spread. Yep. So t- tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your friends about us. But again, thank you for watching or listening to this episode of the Synced Up Podcast. Hopefully the audio didn't fuck up in this 20 minutes of heartfelt stuff. It didn't if fuck it up. If it did, I'm going to cry. Dude, uh, me too. I can't um, record this part again. But we will see y'all guys in the next video. Goodbye.